Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And we are going to talk about babies that don't or won't latch. You know, those stubborn, yeah. stubborn babies. Those babies. <laughs> Such jerks. <laughs> I hear it is. Pain in the butt. Baby it's won't pain latch. In the butt. The baby and it happens. That, oh, yeah. that happens. Yeah. Babies does. have a hard time latching. Even I, I had a, I had some babies mm. that I had to work on, you know, latch, latching with. Yeah. It, I mean, they just, yeah. They need help. So it's so f- funny, funny, not funny, this whole breastfeeding thing. That, <laughs> this whole thing of called you know, breastfeeding. It's like when babies don't latch, you know, when they're first born, we're going to talk about a couple different latching situations when they're first born and they don't latch or when they're older and they don't latch. But if they're first born and not latching, people are like, oh, my gosh, they're supposed to know what to do. This is instinctive. Breastfeeding is supposed to be natural. Why is it not working? Breastfeeding is supposed to be natural. And then yeah, you everybody get to told things, me breast is best. I'm supposed to do this. It's going to. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to these things that are really natural about breastfeeding and people <laughs> want to f- mess it up because they think it's crazy. <laughs> Go back to the gassy babies, which we just, you know, from last week. Yeah. And that stuff's natural. And people go, oh, my God, I have to alter this somehow. Mm-hmm. So. Baby is not latching in the very beginning. Like, there's a lot of reasons for that. And I know, like, here and there, we'll, we'll touch on it. But, um, sometimes it goes right directly back to the birth of the baby, right? Like, the way they were born, the medications. Like, that literally, were given. like, were they a vaginal birth? Was it a C section? Right. Was it medicated? Was it not medicated? Was it fast? Mm. Was it, you know, like, all of those things play into how the babies latch. Because it's they're you know, with your baby some babies are born really quickly and they're um bruised, their faces are bruised mm. and it's hard for them to get a latch. Sometimes they're really sleepy from medications and they're just so out of it that they just can't even latch and, and keep that latch. Sometimes their their coordination gets interrupted by medications and they just can't figure out how to suck swallow and get that stuff all working correctly. So we have this whole instinctive thing and natural thing, but you also have, it's not working, you know? So it's like, there's reasons why it doesn't work. And once we fix those reasons why it doesn't work, it will work. But I think it's like, everybody just kind of like throws it out the window and it's like, Oh, they didn't latch. They didn't want it. You know how many times a mom I've heard a mom say, oh, my first baby just didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, that's exactly what happened with my sister. <laughs> so that's so funny because, yeah, my my um, I was breastfed, I think, for like three months. And when my mom and then the doctor told my mom that it was time to stop. Oh, and and then she and then 11 years later, my sister was born and they you know, my mom was trying to breastfeed, trying to breastfeed. And my sister would wouldn't latch she wouldn't latch onto the breast or couldn't or i I don't know the details yeah um but she my mom said she wouldn't she wouldn't latch she wouldn't do it and that and so then she was formula fed no i mean my mom doesn't you know nobody knew nobody knew right anything what was i'm sure that my mom didn't know there were like 
things called lactation consultants, which I'm positive in the 80s wasn't, you know, they weren't on every corner. No, no. Especially during the 80s. Like that. Right. I think right? that was a time That was where... like the high time. That was like formula. That was like the formula golden age. Yeah. Next to World so War II. So it was II. just like, yeah. just, <laughs> yeah, let, let's write, write. When, yeah. That's, uh. So, I mean, it was just kind of automatic. My mom was just like, oh, okay, well, she's not going to do this. So I'll just do formula. Yeah. But I wonder what, so what was going on? So what was that? What, what I mean, it, it very well could have been how she was born. That absolutely could have been She it. was a C-section. Oh, she was? She was breech. She was in the right position. Oh, but she was, she was facing down until they got to the hospital. <laughs> and she was like, F this. Yeah. And she turned around. And my mom was laying on the table, and that's a that's a big old baby in there. My sister was big, and it was just like like this whole like thing was going on in my mom's stomach. And it was oh my, my sister's turning around. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it so very, then the C section, C section, C section babies do not feed well. Most of them, I can't put them all in a pile and say, "All right, none of you are feeding well." But a lot, a lot of C section babies that I come across really do not feed well. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that there's a lot of trauma associated with C-section deliveries and it just is. It's just and, it just yeah. is. My mom my I don't know if this is normal. I mean, we always thought it was a cute story, but now I wonder the the way they they in so they you know, they opened my mom up, mm-hmm. which was also the 80s too. It was like a big ass machine. Oh my god. And and, and the doctor pulled her out by her mouth. Yes. He put his finger in her mouth and pulled her out. Is that normal? So is that I don't know how they normally do it. I don't know if that is normal or not. But in my I have a um a book that I put out a couple of years ago about like trauma and breastfeeding and different tra- different forms of trauma and how that impacts breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And my stepdaughter at the time was going through nursing school and she was doing her maternity rotation. And a lot mm-hmm. of times when you know you're in nursing school and you're going through your maternity rotation, often you don't get to see a vaginal birth because that's just kind of like, you know, when you happen to show up and when you happen to have your rotation, you might mm-hmm. get to see it, but you can always see a C-section because they're always scheduled. Wow. So, oh, yeah. So she goes in for this C-section and it was a scheduled section and she went in, she said they opened the mom up and they thought they saw that meconium was in the, you know, in there mm-hmm. and they called for the pediatric team and they're like, Mac, you know, meconium. And the doctor put his fingers in, in the baby's mouth and yanked her out. Mm-hmm. By her mouth, just like you're mm-hmm. saying, mm-hmm. they passed her over to the pediatric team who then deep suctioned her with a suction. Yeah. That baby is not going to breastfeed. It is going to be oh. real. That kind of, that is so invasive for a new baby. Like that is, that's invasive for an adult. Could you imagine yeah. somebody putting their fingers in your mouth and pulling you? Yeah. Like that is so that is so much trauma on a newborn. And maybe it was necessary because of the meconium. I don't even know. I'm not going to even venture a get. But to me, like, that was my first thought was that baby's not going to breastfeed. Yeah. And, and now that I'm telling the story, I actually do remember because my dad was watching the whole thing. My dad was like having the greatest time. He was like, <laughs> you know, there's the curtain and he's like going yeah. over to the to my sister and then coming back to my mom going, oh, my God, you should see what they're doing to you. Oh, my God. And then he's like, oh, my. he's like having the greatest time. It's like. Oh my gosh. And then I think my I think my dad said that the doctor 
was like was like tried to grab her foot, tried to grab her arm, tried to grab was like trying slippery gri- gripping yeah. on her a bunch of different ways and couldn't get her out. Which I feel like then you should have some like use a towel maybe I don't know. But that's when he stuck his finger in her mouth. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it is just you. Th- I because I don't like. Did he not know she was going to be slippery? Did he think that she was in sand or like sand? Oh my God. Like why? How did, I I don't know. I just, now I have so many questions. I know. There's a lot of invasive things that happen during birth that women will never know about. Yeah. Well, and so this is what we should tell you all. Hopefully we're not traumatizing you right now, but we do have an episode on birth trauma. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can go back and listen to that and about how that can affect breastfeeding and affect yes. moms and all of that stuff. But like vacuum extracted deliveries, like we talked about that too, like how that can impact, you know, the baby's nerves and muscles and yeah. and even like your sister, the fact that she was a bigger baby and she was, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. If they're, if they're compromised, if they're in a compromised position in the womb, that mm-hmm. is enough to cause those jaw muscles to really tighten up and mm-hmm. they really have a hard time getting things going. It's not, mm-hmm. it's really not uncommon. People say, oh, they suck on a bottle. Fine. Sometimes they don't. And you think they are, but they really don't. Yeah. And, oh, and, yeah, right. And as a first time mom, I mean, so many first time moms, I'll say, does it feel like the baby's sucking? And they'll be like, I have really nothing to compare it to. Yeah. Right. And when I see them feed, they're not sucking at all. They're chewing or they're chomping or, yeah. you know, sometimes moms have a great milk supply and they'll just push on the breast a little bit with their with their gums and the milk just comes out for them mm. and they never they've never sucked i have a baby like mm. that right now that is never even cannot suck at all and is huge and getting tons of milk because his mom's got a ton of milk <laughs> so and that was a tongue-tie situation but uh, which is another reason why sometimes babies won't latch or they'll try yeah, to so latch so we can't. talked about the trauma so yeah. all kinds of trauma which is so common oh my god and we call it traumas are really hard to hear a hard word to hear because we think, oh, God, oh, God. But it's really common in, you know, as in, you know, like we're talking about in birth and all this. It's very, yeah. very common. Right. Bir- so all these things can affect latch. Right. And, and also. Birth is just latch. traumatic. Yeah, it is. It's just traumatic. It's an amazing, wonderful, life-altering event that is amazing. Truly, truly, truly amazing when you think about what a woman's body can do. But mm-hmm. it is traumatic. You know, it just it just can be. It just can be very yeah. traumatic and how things Well, and out. we do all kinds of things to intervene mm-hmm. these days. And so that is very traumatic as well. And that's, I think, one of, that is definitely one of the things that I say to mothers. When they really question it and they're like, but breastfeeding is supposed to be natural. Why is this not working? And I tell them, because we don't birth naturally anymore. Right, yeah. You know, like there really is a lot involved with with pregnancy and labor and delivery now that is not a natural process that can alter how your baby is going to feed. Well, and I had a natural birth with Exley. You know, it was natural. It was at home. It was everything. And I still had to help him out. Mm -hmm. You know, there were things that I had to do to like that. I just forgot. I know I forgot how different it was to breastfeed a newborn. You know, I forgot that I had to like, you know. There were little things that I did to kind of help him latch. I would, you know, smush my boob a little bit and, you know, the sea hole. Yeah. You know, I would, you know, fish his lips out a little bit and make sure my whole areola was going in there. Like, you know, there are some things that are normal to have to do. Yeah. You you know. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I was trying to, like, transition from the birth trauma because then we were talking about another thing where 
you know, we were transitioning to the other thing that can, I cut, kind of cut you off because I was trying to, to make a transition, but then I think I just sidetracked. Us. I apologize. <laughs> no, because I keep thinking of more reasons why the I know, don't latch. I know, you had another reason before and then I cut you off. No, I mean, it's just, there's so many, but what I want moms to realize is that it's nothing you're doing wrong. Yeah. And the babies will latch like just oh, because they the- didn't latch in the first 24 hours or they didn't latch a lot or they didn't latch well doesn't mean that they never will. It does not mean yeah. that at all. Right. And then uh, the, uh, if this, I remember now what you were going to say, and this is a super hot topic these days, which is the lip and tongue ties. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The lip and tongue tie. And that can absolutely impact a baby latching. And one of the ways I see it, sometimes they can latch, but they can't stay latched. Because they can't really make a good seal with their lips or they can't, their mm-hmm. tongue is not mobile enough to really hold on to the breast the way they need to. So they might go on and then come off and then go on and then pull off. You know, and then moms are like, why won't they stay latched? You're not, they're not staying latched. And it's like, that's, we need to figure out, okay, is there something going on inside mm-hmm. that is making them not be able to hold that latch? They need to be able to sustain the latch and suck and swallow. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to it, you know, and we just kind of go, ah, it's natural. Just pop them on there. And I mean, we suck and swallow and breathe. We kind of take for granted the fact that we can do that. But babies need to learn how to do that and they need to figure it out. And they can figure it out pretty quickly when they do it. But and some babies are pretty smart. Like they can make do if they need to. But we want to make sure they're doing it the right way. Yeah. You know, and, and so what do we do? So, uh, so. And the, for, lip, for the moms, lip and tongue tie thing like that, you're right, it is a very hot topic and you have a lot of people that don't think it impacts anything and you have some people that think it does and some people that think it really impacts it. It's just, mm-hmm. there's a lot of And then we have the, then we have the like revision movement <laughs> where lip and tongue ties are being revised like all day, every day. All day, every day. Yeah. All day, every day. And that's, it, it's a very difficult thing. I have seen babies get revised that didn't necessarily need it that never breastfed well again because it's so invasive. Mm. Um, and I've seen babies that did great after revision. It really just, there's no telling how, how it's going to be. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, there's I think, sometimes where it's ahead. mistaken, like it's not really a tongue or a lip tie, but people are mistaking it for that because the baby's not latching well. So they're saying, well, Oh, and it must the problem. be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with it being like this, kind of big hot topic now is because I think that's the automatic, right? Right. Well, they're having trouble latching. Oh, well, they must have a lip tie or a tongue tie. No, not necessarily. But that's not, I mean, they're not, yeah. It can't necessarily always be the case because it's not always the case. Right. And I have seen babies not latch just because of the position they're in. Yeah. So if you're like, okay, you know, this is my second baby. I always fed my baby in football hold or in cradle because that's the way my baby's always fed well and I'm comfortable like that. This baby isn't latching. Keep moving them. There's times I've moved babies in six different positions before we get to a place where they're comfortable. Like just keep moving them around and see what works. Yeah. Actually, I mean, when actually was born he was having issues he had green poop like for ages (laughs) for like it just was going on for like a week and a half and i was like i don't know i feel like it shouldn't be green anymore and so i called a lactation consultant and she was like yeah no it shouldn't be green anymore and 
she was like, well, let's, you know, let do a few things like, did, uh, um, well, you know, did, was he checked for lip and tongue tie? And, and he actually was checked by another lactation consultant and it was kind of inconclusive. She was kind of telling me what she was looking for. Mm-hmm. but i don't know i don't know she didn't really it was inconclusive but what she told me she was looking for like when they're when they open their mouth and they're crying it's his tongue hitting the top of his mouth yeah the whether it can lift or not yeah yeah it totally was not so i was like oh yeah wow but i was so i i was like i don't know i don't really want to go through like the guy around here who does the revisions is like an hour away and i was like i don't know i can't deal with that right now not that, you know, obviously, if it's a situation where it's really bad, you have to deal with it. Right. But I was kind of like delaying, delaying, and this, you know, then the other lactation consultant was like, well, you know, just try to help him latch and try to do this. And we, we kind of worked it out, and it was never it was never revised. But I do think he had a little bit of a tongue tie. I mean, and sometimes So, I mean, it's... it doesn't always have to be. No. It doesn't always you know, have to be. They can just work with it. But if you're, you know, if your baby's not latching, that should be something that we're looking for. For yeah. sure. If that's, you know, if that's a situation. Um, I have seen when I was working in the hospital that babies maybe latch really great that first 24 hours of their life. And then the second day they don't latch as well. And that could be if they gave you a lot of fluid, you're getting a lot of swollen breast tissue. Uh, uh-huh. And that makes it very hard for babies to latch or latch well. So maybe the latch was comfortable the first 24 hours and now it's not anymore because it's more shallow because you have more swelling. All of that stuff adds into how they latch, too. So sometimes I'll have moms mm. that are like, baby latched great for, you know, the first day, and then it really got bad. And, you know, probably a little bit of swelling happening there. Um, and we need to, you know, help them out, help those babies out. Because they can't, they're having trouble with that latch. But they will latch. Like, that's the, the part that I want moms to remember. Like, they they will latch. I've had babies that latched after, you know, a couple of months of not latching or latched well. And then we had to take them off the breast for some reason for, you know, a few weeks and then went right back on again. Like it was nothing, you know, mm. this is what mm. they know how to do. This is, that's where you get the instinctive part. They remember, they know how yeah. to, they know what they to do. Want to. Yeah. They want and they to. want to. They really, really want to. That's why it makes me sad when people say, oh my gosh, my baby never wanted anything to do with that. It's like, yeah. they want nothing more than that. That's their bond with you. That's, that's the their... only thing they know how to want. Yeah. That's their connection and their, that's everything to them. So they, they will and they want to, and it can be fixed. You just have to find the right person. Yeah. So what about older babies? Older babies. So we see this when like, you know, they're a little bit older and could be a teething thing. I see that a lot. Mm -hmm. Could be teething. They're uncomfortable. They're not, it's hurting them to, to feed. Um, so that could be a reason why they're not latching well for you. They could be refusing. I, what I, one of my favorites I shouldn't say that, call it a favorite, but one of my favorite ways is when babies get to be like, you know, four or five months, six months, they start to get more distracted. And we do have yeah. an episode on the distracted babies, but they also start to really get to that point where they're not necessarily just latching because you want them to latch anymore. You know, so they, maybe they're really yeah, not hungry. Like, yeah. Cause it was for a while. It was the only thing they knew how to do. Right. 
And they now really... they're kind of like now they know how to lift their head. Now they know how to look around. They can start to see a little farther. Yeah, they know when they're hungry and when they're not hungry. Mm-hmm. And if they're not hungry, they really will fight you. And I've had moms be like, the baby is not. And sometimes it can be like overnight, too, that this happens where yesterday they were feeding great. Today they're fighting. And I'm always like, you know what? Give them a little more time. Maybe they're not ready yet. They're just not ready. But again, the way they communicate with you is by just fussing and crying. And is the milk not letting down fast enough? No, they're just not ready yet. They're just not ready yet. You just need to give them a little more time. Yeah. Don't automatically just jump to a bottle because you feel like, oh, my gosh, they're not latching. It must be something that's wrong. It might be they're not ready. They're distracted. They're not hungry. They're doing something else. Like, what? whatever it is. But this is kind of like, this is really a cool thing. If you think about it, this is them controlling their own feeding patterns. And that is a really cool skill to have. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But it's just it's hard for us to recognize that in the babies because we're used to just popping them on constantly and feeding them. And if they start to fight you, you go, oh, my gosh, something's wrong. But it doesn't mean anything's wrong. It could be that they're just to that point where they want to do something different first. They want to do something else. They don't want to feed right now. Try them again in 20 minutes. Yeah, right. It's that. Yeah, it's that transition. Yeah, and the they, first of many, many, many. Exactly, and they go through so many because they're changing all the time. Developmentally, craziness is happening. So, yeah, and this always... is where you're going to hear people. Maybe you've heard the term. Moms have heard the term "nursing strike," mm-hmm. and they'll say, "Oh my God, is this a nursing strike? What do I do?" And, and that's the time where they'll just be refusing to latch. Yeah, and you know, and you can like there are some little things you can do. Um, you know, take them into the bath, into a warm bath. A lot of times that'll relax them enough in the latch or laying with them or going in a dark, quiet room, um, trying them more during the nighttime because that's when they're more sleepy and more willing to eat. But don't stop trying because if it is some kind of nursing strike, if it's teething, if it's something like that, then they're going to get past it and then they're going to latch again. Yeah, and if they're under like two... It's a nursing strike. They're not right. weaning. Right. They just don't really naturally wean like before that. No. So they'll they'll still. Now, sometimes I see that situation where if moms are going back to work and babies are breastfeeding less and less and less, then, you know, my question is when are they getting these bottles and how much are they getting in the bottles? Because if they're mm. getting a lot by bottle during the day, they are going to refuse more breastfeeding at night. Again, you have that whole piece of I'm not hungry. I don't really want to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes that will happen too. And moms just start to think automatically, oh, they got bottles. Now they've got a bottle preference. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Go. Yeah. It's, it's, see episode back to work. Yeah. Where we talk about those kind of things like bottle feeding and the paste bottle feeding and how it's really common for caregivers to, to overfeed. Mm-hmm. It and is. And then the babies are not hungry. They're not hungry. And and but, they're blowing through your stash, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> the, the babies, I mean, babies love to breastfeed and they will never be like, I would prefer having this cold bottle held by a stranger than my mom. Like, right. I just don't see that happening. No. You know, babies love that connection, that nursing, that warmth and security and that trust that they get with you. So they're not going to just be like, oh, nope, I'd rather have this bottle. 
I really, really, really find that very hard to believe. Mm-hmm. Or I'd rather have that pacifier or something like that. I just, I really find that hard to believe that your baby's going to turn away from it. We just have to figure out why. And it's a, sometimes it takes a little bit of digging in detective work and not giving up and, you know, just doing it. And yeah. they, we figure it out and they go back. But if your baby doesn't latch one time and you're like, oh, got to give them the bottle now for the rest of their lives. Like, right. You don't have to do that. No, you don't have to do that. No, and if they're refusing for a really long time, you know, you can pump a little so that you're, or pump, you know, to keep your supply up mm-hmm. and to keep yourself comfortable. One other thing that I've also seen that really should be ruled out if you have a baby that's not latching well and they're older is ear infections. Oh, yeah. Because that sucking will bother their ears. So it might be that they're, they've got a cold. If they, if they do have a cold, they can't suck, swallow, breathe because they can't breathe through their nose. Right, right, So right. you see babies refusing with that a lot. Um, so kind of look at all the other things that are going on around you. Are there kids sick at daycare? Are, have they been around? Are you sick? Have you noticed that your baby is stuffier? Is there something like that going on? Uh, and sometimes a trip to the doctor doesn't hurt to just rule it out. If you're having, if they're having a little bit of a nursing strike. Yeah. Teething is a big one though, too. Yeah. Yeah. That hurts. I know. So just all those little things that you got to try to get your baby through, you know, um, little icy things on their gums. If they're teething, that might help to numb them a little before you feed them. Um, and that just, you know, but they're just, they're just miserable. <laughs> poor little babies they're just, they're just miserable they're just miserable <laughs> you know they just want to be consoled and loved and yeah. cuddled <laughs> just, you but know. it is so yeah it's so scary when you're just trying to figure it out and they won't latch on it's like ugh. yeah but don't. you know and this is what yeah this is i mean my you know i was going through this too when in the beginning with jack when we were supplementing with formula and you know, I I was told to, you know, breastfeed for 20 minutes on each side and then give a bottle. Um, and he was so upset. He was so upset at my breast and popping on and off and all of this. And I was freaking out. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's putting it lightly. I mean, I thought, I mean, it just seems so big and so scary and so dark mm-hmm. when you're going through all of that. And it's such an emotional time anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just such an emotional time. So definitely don't give up on it. You know, there's ways to fix it. Just got to figure there out. There are, yeah. Yeah, yep, definitely. You can fix it. And we can help you. We would love to. This is one of the Let things we do get questions about, that's, too, quite a bit. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. 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 That's a big one. I always wish I could. Because there's so many reasons. There's so many reasons. You know, there's so much to look at and consider. So don't just think, oh, the baby doesn't want it anymore because there's really, there's something else and the baby does want it. Yeah. They won't just reject you. Right. If you're trying to get your like five-year-old to latch (laughs) and they're not latching, then you can probably safely say like, okay, maybe they're done. The nursing strike. But But if it's your, you know, your baby baby, then we need to find out what's going on there. Yeah. Something's going on that can be fixed. Yes, absolutely. So. So let us know. That is my spiel. Yes. We will help you fix it. And. Babies that don't or won't latch, 
We will get them to latch. We will sprinkle some voodoo dust on them and get them to latch. <laughs> but sometimes you just need the help of somebody to come in. Yeah. It really is helpful. So um, don't, you know, don't try to do it by yourself if you're really not sure what's going on. Yeah. And that's it. That's my spiel. Spiel. Yay. Whatever. That's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> it's a good one. So if anything comes up, ladies, mamas, shoot us an email. We are here and we would love to answer questions for you or anything like that. Or we'll talk about them on the air if you want to do that too. It'd be fun. Yep. Yeah. And eventually we are going to like get some cool stuff going where we can really integrate our our uh, audience a little bit more. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So stay tuned for that because we're not sure what's going to happen yet, but it will happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. Baby steps. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>